It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Cincinnati Reds have made a sneaky good trade, and we are going to find out exactly why Will Benson is going to be better than you think. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a special short edition of Locked On Reds. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, lifelong addict of the Cincinnati Reds. I've turned an addiction into information for you right here on the Locked On Reds podcast. That's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Steve's not with me today. I actually had the chance to sit down with Locked On Guardians co-host Justin Latta. Justin knows all things Guardians and knows all things Guardians minor leagues. So, he knows. Will Benson, you see a prospect for prospect trade, but Will Benson is going to be a key player for the Cincinnati Reds in 2023, as Justin is about to lay out for us here. So before we get into that, I wanted to let you know that today's short episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sponsor, a sportsbook sp- sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network, and you can check him out at FanDuel.com slash locked on to get your no sweat first bet on the Super Bowl. All right. So I figure for the Reds to acquire Will Benson, the best dude to talk to about this would be Justin Latta from Locked On Guardians. And Justin, when it comes to uh, all things Guardians minor leagues, this dude is at the top of the list of the know-how. Justin, I appreciate you joining me. And, and when we look at Will Benson and what he could, at least what his profile is, is I've heard some say that he could play center field. I've seen, uh, you know, high grades in the power category for his tools and things like that. But I've also seen some low grades in the hit tools. So what can we expect from Will Benson? Yeah, he's he's kind of a guy that can do a little bit of everything for you. He definitely has issues making contact, but he has made strides there over the past season. So that's a good thing. I don't know if you'll ever get a a guy who hits 270 or 280, so it's always probably going to be a low batting average. But in that ballpark, uh, he should succeed. There's no reason if he is playing every day that he couldn't be a 2020 player. Uh, he's got probably 40 home run power. I don't know if he'll ever get to 40 home run power just based on the swing and miss. There will be swing and miss. And, and he can be passive at times, too, at the plate, too. He'll probably take some called strikes that he probably should offer at just because he is a an overly patient hitter. He draws a ton of walks, so you're talking about a guy who can probably – put up a fairly solid OBP, uh, probably not a guy that you're going to want to see play against left-handers, so there might be an opportunity for platoons, but that's okay. If you put him in against right-handers, you're going to get the best out of him. Definitely can play all three outfield spots, probably better in a corner, has the arm for right field, uh, should be able to handle center. I don't, I don't know if we're talking about a gold glove center fielder, but you know someone who can can handle a position. But he's he's got a lot of tools. He's a fun kid, and he is a – Reds fans should really like him. He is a very likable person. He has worked his tail off, and he is a very humble but confident kid. That's one thing when you talk about uh, possible center fielders at Great American Ballpark. The bar is low. Jesse Winker once played center field there, so that's not necessarily something they're going to lose their minds over if he's not gold glove calibers. It, it was That was probably the number one thing people kept saying about him. So defensively, uh, how's his arm? Is his range kind of decent and things like like I know great American center field is not very vast so it's not as if he has to cover a lot of ground at home 
Oh, right. His arm's a cannon. It can it can play in right field. And you get plenty of assists out there. He'll he'll be able to limit the running game. Guys taking extra bases and uh, especially in that ballpark should take some home runs away too at those fences. So definitely a guy who will add value in the corners defensively and and may possibly in center field, but for sure in the corner, no issues there. The patience is refreshing too because when I saw the hit tool. And some websites had it as, you know, like a 35 rating on the 20 to 80 scale. And I was thinking immediately, I'm like, oh my gosh, don't tell me we just acquired another version of Aristides Aquino. But you're saying that's not the case. No, no, he can walk. I mean, you're probably going to see at bats where Benson will be like down 0-2 and he'll get it back to 3-2. He might take a walk. You also might see at bats where he is up like 2-0 in the count and he takes a called strike three looking. That. That's going to happen too. There's going he's going to see a lot of pitches, and he, he will take his fair share of walks. Like you're not talking about a guy. I got the OVP is going to depend on the, hit, on the ability to hit as well. I mean, if he can hit 230 or 240, even you could still get a really good OVP out. I think mean, the real question is, are you getting Bradley Zimmer, or are you getting a better version of what Bradley Zimmer had? You know, Cleveland had hoped for, which they never got. Obviously, that's the closest I can give you. His skill set also kind of reminds me of Drew Stubbs a little bit, at least from some of the reporting and, and although Stubbs was not a patient hitter. So that's, that's an upgrade there. So I'm, I'm excited to see that and, and kind of looking on the side from what the Reds gave up, Justin Boyd, and then um, they reported either a player to be named later or cash. Uh, Boyd was a second round uh, compensatory pick last season. So I, I see that the, the Indians are kind of going on uh, upside and, you know, they, they know, or they don't know what they don't know about a guy like Justin Boyd. There was some reporting that speed wise, he could stick in center field. He's played mostly corner outfield in his college years, but uh, kind of when you're thinking what, what sort of development uh, does do the guardians, what kind of track record do the guardians have at developing outfielders like that? Well, they've already got one successful Oregon State outfielder in left field, and Stephen Quan. So maybe they're they're trying to go back to the well there. But no, they're they're Boyd. From what I can see, is a different player than Quan. He is pretty patient, and uh, I mean the crux of this trade really is I, I'm sure they like Justin Boyd in college a little bit, but the crux is they really had to clear up a 40 man spot. They are at the at the gills uh, in terms of 40 man spaces. They they're probably going to need to add a backup catcher to the 40. They don't have that right now, so. Uh, that's why they needed to make this trade. And it's been probably over a year in the works and Benson just got caught in a numbers game and probably gave him the best value in return. But yeah, I mean, Boyd is a patient hitter. He walked almost as struck as much as he struck out in college. Looks like he has some pop and can run. Uh, there are a lot of people who are excited about this trade. He looks like he's got better contact ability than, than Will Benson. He just doesn't have the exit velocities. That's what they're going for. They're going for guys who put the bat on the ball and they're hoping they can add a little bit of power to their game and, Acquire a bunch of guys who are two, three win players and hope that's enough to balance out with, you know, stars if they can find a couple stars around them. Yeah. Conversely, power is definitely something the Reds lineup lacked a lot of last season. Uh, the only guy who hit 20 home runs uh, was a guy who was traded at the deadline and Brandon Drury. So he didn't even play the entire year with the Reds. And they spent a lot of the month of September trying to find out about some guys. So kind of based on what you're telling me, it almost sounds like he's going to fit into a nice platoon in center field. Maybe they, you know, do let him hit a little bit against left-handed pitching to see if he can develop that a bit. Because again, this is going to be a year where the Reds roster is more about development and seeing who we have and things like that. 
But Nick Kroll at the beginning of December said that they were looking to trade for outfield type prospects. And the fact that Will Benson got a taste of the major leagues last year has that patience and has shown at least some ability to try to develop that contact. That's encouraging to hear. And, and hopefully this is the kind of marginal trade that, you know, pays off for the Reds. Yeah, it, it's definitely swinging for upside for Cincinnati. I mean, Benson has long been a, a high ceiling guy when they drafted him in 2016, the first round. He was in an overslot draft pick. They they kind of kicked the can down the road there to to save some money for their second round pick, which they also now traded, Nolan Jones. So the first two picks in that 2016 draft, they have now traded both of them, ironically enough. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy who could be a 40 home run hitter. Like I said, I don't think he'll ever get there just because of slugging mess. And you, there's no reason the Reds shouldn't be playing him against left-handers just to see what he can do. Uh, at the very worst, you know, he's, like I said, he's patient enough where you put him in against left-handers, he'll probably work his fair share of walks, so he's not completely unplayable there, but probably getting the best juice out of him against right-handers. And like I said, late-game late, late game defensive replacement, that'll help. Good on the base pass, that'll help. He can do a little bit of everything to help, help a team win. Just no spot in Cleveland, really. You got Miles Straw in center and a plethora of guys in right field, and you got Steven Kwan in left field, so there really wasn't a whole lot of room for him to play, and Really, it was a testament that he was even able to get to the majors last year because coming into last season, it was like, all right, this looks like it's going to be a failed first-round pick. So uh, that he really turned it around in AAA and got his strikeout rate to an appeasable level to make him viable in the major leagues was was a huge win. So he's just got to kind of finish it off. But I don't know. This is one of those trades where, you know, Cleveland gave up a guy who can hit the crap out of the ball and um, to go down the contact rate hole again and this i don't know it could burn him well benson could wind up being a a pretty valuable player for all those things i just said he can provide and they might miss out but right now for them it's just a numbers game and the reds could take advantage well hey i'm excited to see it and justin i appreciate you jumping on to kind of give us a little bit more insight into who we're getting here yeah i'll be rooting for will benson i was there live for his uh four home run game in lake county in 2019 year i think it's 2019 and that was fun. Never seen that before. I haven't seen it since. So he can do a lot of fun things. Like I said, he's a he's a stand-up kid, too. I think the uh, Cincinnati fans will be really happy to, to hope he can do well. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.